Good morning. Recording now the the share from uh, the first day Yom Tov of Pesach. Uh, it'll be more or less what we covered then um, over these two, sh- in other words, over this share and the next share uh, over the, what we covered over the first two day over the first two days of Pesach. Um, we're holding on Nabat Vav on the base. Um, we were actually ended off on Erev Yom Tov. We ended off with the Machlok Rashi and Tosfos. Just to recap very briefly, we said in the Mishnah that if you've got a stove which is being uh, stoked up with straw or stubble, we'll just go with Rashi's Peshat, Tosfus lands the opposite way around. We said there, there's no problem, you can leave the, you can leave the food on there, no problem because there the, the, uh, the fuel burns up very quickly anyway. So there's no real Gezeiro Shema Yechata. But if you're doing a Begefes of Eitim, something which lasts for a while, so then we said you can only leave the food there, whether it's talking about Chazor, whether it's talking about Shehi, or whether it's talking about putting it back or leaving it on there, that's the Gomorrah will debate. But that, um, you can only do it if you make the fire Gurufa Ukutumma. Gurufa means you rake out the coals. Kutumma means you, you cover over the coals with some ashes. Rashi said, what's the reason for this halacha? So Rashi says, said, let's read it again. In Dibba Amal said, Rashi says, because the coals are something which adds heat, the time of Parishan of the Perek Dilel, and I've already explained the reason in the previous Perek, they were worried maybe you'll come to stoke up, you'll come to stoke up the coals. So Tosfus comes along and he says, no, what we talked about in the previous Perek was talking about Hatmana. Let's take a look at Tosfus. Lo yitin Pirish Rashi explains, the problem is because it adds heat. The But the Reef says, I don't think he's correct. Because even if you make it It still adds heat. More than many of the things which are listed in the next parak as things which, in terms of Atmana, will add heat. This, even when it's Gurufa Uktumma, will add even more heat than that. So if you're worried about Mosef Hevel, it should be a problem even if it's Guru for Oktuma. The Oed, and furthermore, the Hananya Shari Lahashes, because Hananya allows one to do Shahir, Av Kishaino Guru we saw in the Gemara already, that Hananya says that even if it's not Guru for Oktuma, he allows you to do Shahir, the Loi Osru Mosef Hevel, Eladavka Bahatman. Um, the only asa, the, the problem most of heaven is dafka with hatzmona. But the hashos, shari. But when it comes to Shia, it's mota. In other words, the Mishnah in the, the beginning of the next parak, which says that you can't do hatzmona with something which is most of heaven, no one seems to argue with that. Even Hananiah holds to that. Yet he allows you to do Shia on a fire which is eno grufa uktuma, meaning it's most of heaven, Rashi. He allows you to do that. So obviously you see Shehiyah and Atmona, comp- you can't learn one from the other. So Tosus finishes off and he says, rather, it's nothing to, you, you've, you've uh, misunderstood, says Rashi. The reason why the Rabbonon of Hananya, they say when it's not Gurufa, you can't do, uh, you can't uh, do Shehiyah, let's say, is, Mishim Dilma, Osi Le'achtuye, it's because you may come to stoke it up. In other words, the idea is over here, it's just to act as a reminder that Roshanim speak out a little clearer than Tosfus, but it's by making it grow for that acts, that acts as a reminder to that you shouldn't come 
to, because the person opens up the oven to stoke it up, and he looks and he says, hey, where are the coals gone? Oh, must be, because it's Shabbos or Yom Tov, I can't stoke it up. Or, not Yom Tov, Shabbos, it's because he may come to stoke it up. Um, so too, if it's Ketubah, he looks and he says, why are they covered with ashes? Ah, oh, that will act as a reminder. That's what the, uh, the other Roshonim would disagree with Rashi, that's the way they learn it. But in answering up the Kasha on Rashi, the Ritva already says, in the Pnei Yeshua, at the beginning of the next parak says, uh, says the same idea, but Bemis it's a Ritva. And that is that if we take a look at the, the first Tosas in the next parak, in other words, on the Zion on the base, when it says there, Bamer Tonin B'chulwe in Tonin no Begapes, Pirish Araf Rabbeinu Yesi B'Shem Rabbeinu Shmuel. This is the Rashbam, he's quoting the Rashbam. The Mayri B'Boshel V'Reboshel. The issue with doing Hatmon and Salim, which is Moshev Hevel, is only if it's partially cooked. But if you've got a pot which is not cooked at all, or uboshil, a pot which is fully cooked, sharinon, beperekam, we already allow in the first period, we allow you to do, so it's in this case, to do hatzmona, even though it's mostly peril. In other words, the Rashbam learns that, what's the problem? What's the problem with doing hatzmona with something which is mostly peril? So we said in the, in the, in the second period, we said, because we're worried, maybe shemiyachatza, maybe you'll say, oh, come on, this is taking forever, I want to be able to eat this already. So you'll come to stoke it up, says Rashbam, that if it's raw, in other words, even with stoking it up, it's not going to help anyway, so then there's no problem. There's no Shema Yechata. And if it's fully cooked, there's also no problem with problem of Shema Yechata, because it's fully cooked. The problem is going, only going to be when it is partially cooked. And therefore, it's already partially cooked, and you know if you stoke it up, it'll speed up the process enough that you'll be able to eat it. So therefore, we worry Shema Yechata. Ah, since there's a Gzeir Shem therefore you can't do Atzmon, as we said, the Sun which is most of heaven. Rashi learns that's what the Gemara means to say here as well. When can I not leave something, let's go with Shehir, when can I not leave something on the, the stove if it is, um, if it's not Kurofog that is, when it is partially cooked. Because if it's only partially cooked, there's the Gezeira, it's Motif Hebel, so we're worried, Shemiyachate, you may come to stoke it up to increase the, the speed of cooking. But if it's raw, or it's fully cooked, then we're not worried. Now, Hananya holds, Hananya holds, that once something is Kamachal ben that is from a halachic standpoint, that is seen as good as being fully cooked. What you would call fully cooked, he says Kamachal ben is good enough. Reason being, because once it's come out of Endurusoy, a person is not going to come to stoke it up because it's already edible. So therefore it follows through that therefore the, it therefore follows through that there is no kasha here. What was the kasha you asked? Says the Pneyeshua. What was the kasha you had? You asked that in the next paragraph we say how tomorrow with something which is most heaven is completely awesome. Hanani doesn't disagree. You're right, Hanani doesn't disagree. But Hananya will say that only applies if it's either, sorry, it will only apply, the Issa will only apply when it's partially cooked. But once it is Kamal ben Yerusoy, he would say with Hatzmala as well. You can leave it, you can do Hatzmala with something which is most of heaven. What's the problem? That would be the shit of Hananya. Simimela, the same thing over here. When he allows you to leave something on a fire which is not Kurofoktumah, when it's not, sorry, even though it is Moshev Hebel, that's because it's already Kamal and Nerusoy. He'd allow the same thing with Hatzmona. Oh, but Tosus later on disagrees with the Rashbam and says Hatzmona with something which is Moshev Hebel is going to be Osur in all cases. 
whether it's partially cooked, whether it's fully cooked, whether it is it is raw, it will make no difference. So maybe they don't hold the Ashbam. If they don't hold the Ashbam, so maybe they've got a kasha. Hananya seemingly would agree. You can't do atmana with something which is mosefedal. Yet he allows you to do shehiyah on a fire which is grufok, which is not grufok tumah, even though it's mosefedal. When it's kamal from adurusoy, what's going on? That's the the kasha of Tosus, and according to Rashi, says that it's far Rashi we told like the Rashbam, and therefore that kasha would fall away. Um, nonetheless, it's worth pointing out that it's far. Nonetheless, does not agree with Rashi. It doesn't agree with Rashi, and the way. It's not necessarily in our the, the, the Ritzvah, which I, which I was using at the time, but I did see in another, it seems seemingly a different version of the Ritzvah, because there's a little bit of a question, so what does Rashi, what's, how does Rashi learn this whole, now basically this, the next six blood? Are we talking about Hatzmano? Or are we talking about leaving it on, on top of the stove? Or are we talking about both? It's clear from this, as I said, the Ritzvah, that Rashi learns it's talking about both. Where it is allowed, it's allowed even without Hatzmano. Where it's forbidden, it will be forbidden even with Shehiyah. That's as far as Rashi is concerned, it will make no difference whether it's Shehiyah, whether it's Hatman. What pushed Rashi to learn like this? So the, the run already brings, the run over here brings that the, 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 the Pshat is, because Rashi said, look, the end of the second parak, we were talking about Hatman. The next parak starts off, the fourth parak starts off about Hatmon, and this is sandwiched in the middle. So we assume it's also got to do with Hatmon, or it's at least got some connection to Hatmon. That's what pushed Rashi, apparently, to learn of this. Um, there are one or two other kashas that Rashi ask on Rashi. For example, they ask, one of the kashas they ask on Rashi is, the Rana think asks this kasha, you're saying that if I make it Grufa or Ketuma, then it's not Bosef Heaven. So kutuma means I cover over the, the coal, the charcoal, I cover it with ashes. It's no longer going to be most of heaven. I've got a problem. Because on Daflam and Dalit, when we had this with Hatzmono, we said you can't do Hatzmono with something which is most of heaven, even Erev Shabbos. Why? Because once you're doing it with something which adds heat, you may do it with remet. Now what is remet? Remet is a mixture of coals and ashes. So clearly... Remet, a mixture of coals and ashes, is something which is Mosef Hevel. And here we are saying that when it's Ketumah, it's not Mosef Hevel. Why? What is Ketumah? It's ashes. It's coals with ashes. But you just said in the previous paragraph that it is Mosef Hevel. What's going on? So we wanted to answer, perhaps we could suggest like this. If you actually look at Rashi, when Rashi says, um, the next Rashi there, Rashi says, You put the ashes on top of the kecholim, to cover them and to cool them down. First point is, there may be a difference between remet, where the ashes are mixed in, or whether they are on top. If they're on top, obviously they're going to withhold, they're going to act as a blanket to stop the heat rising. So therefore it could be, it is different to the case of remet, where they're just mixed in. They're not acting as a blanket. The other point to consider, we said, we said in the shade, to consider in Rashi is, is it one thing Rashi is saying there, the chasos and or is it two things? In other words, it could be, the Rashi says that what is the chasosom, we want you to cover them. It could be, even Rashi agrees there is an element of reminder in it as well. Even Rashi agrees with that. Well, Litzananom could be, could be, it's still most of heaven. Even if one states most of heaven, like Tosu says, 
But the Maisel Tzalanon, since it's cooling it down, if a person were to open up his stove, and he looks inside, he says, all oh, this is taking forever, why is this not cooking? Right, I'm going to open up, I'm going to stoke it up. He opens it up, and he sees the coals are covered with ashes. So he says, which fool covered over the, the, the coals with ashes? Obviously, that's why it's not cooking very effectively, because by covering it with ashes, even if it is Mosef Hevel, but it definitely is not as effective as it would be if you didn't have the blanket of ashes on top. So he says, why are the ashes here? It's cooling it down. Oh, must be. Because on Shabbos, got a problem on Shabbos. That in itself will act as a reminder that he will not come to stoke it up. It could be even Rashi agrees with that Nakuda. He agrees with the other Roshayim that it's a reminder. Just Rashi explains what's the Chashash of Shema Yechata is because it's something which is most of hell, and as we've seen in the previous parak. You've got this, this, uh, this, uh, this issue. And as we explained, right, why Rashi wants to link it to Hatzmona, basically Rashi learns that our Mishnah is talking about both about Hatzmona and Shehiyah. Whereas Tosfus learns it's only talking about leaving it on the, on the top of the stove, not when it's immersed, it's not when it's swaddled. Um, but nonetheless, in terms of the Nakuda, of the reminder, it could be even Rashi agrees with it. In other words, he's not necessarily saying that by making it Ketumah, it will not be most of heaven. It could be what he's saying is that acts as a reminder, sufficient reminder to allow it. Perhaps, perhaps that's also included in Rashi. As I said, that I'm leaving open, we're not, we're not, we're not exactly sure. Um, the next Nakuda is, the next Nakuda is like this. The Mishnah says, fine, whatever, you can't leave it on the fire, ad shiyigrof ad shiyitin so you have to rake out the coals, or you have to cover it over. So the Ran brings a machoikas. The first day it doesn't say who it is. But actually, it clearly does not mean you have to cover all the coals with ashes. Just put some ashes on top of the coals. What about actually, So initially he says, it means you've got to rake out all the coals. Now you may say, what's the chiluk? Why is it that when you've got to rake out all the coals, and when actually, it's enough on some of them? So he says it's partial. The chiluk will be, because in terms of a reminder, if you just rake out a few coals, there's not going to be much of a reminder, unless somebody's actually counted their coals beforehand, and they look inside and they say, oh, some of the coals have disappeared, there's not going to be much of a reminder. The reminder is only going to be, if you look inside, where have all the coals gone? Oh, must be at Shabbos. Whereas when it comes to covering it with Aether, the minute you open, you open up to stoke it up and you see some ashes on top, straight away that's a reminder. But nonetheless, the Ram himself, the Ramah, by the way, is mashma like that as well. The Beis Yosef points out in Simulation on Gimel that the, the Ram is also mashma that you actually have to rake out all the colts. You have to rake out all the colts. But the, the Ram himself says he doesn't think that is pshat. He says it's enough if you rake the colts to one side. Or the, the main point being that there are no colts directly, at, the area directly under the pot should be free of colts. That's the, the main thing and already that will act as a reminder. That's another nukud. With that in mind, let's just go through into the next Rashi. Rashi says that Beishamai Omrim, Beishamai say Nosin Alehachamin, you can put hot liquid on top, after he's raked out the coals. Because liquid doesn't need to be cooked. Liquid is something that, once it's ready, it's ready. It doesn't improve when it, by, by leaving it longer on the fire. So, therefore, there's no gazera, maybe you'll come to stoke it up. Because as we'll see, as it's Hashem and Tosfus, liquid gets there a certain point. It's just a matter of time. Even if it's not yet fully cooked, take 10 minutes, quarter of an hour, then it's finished. So therefore, there's no gazira shemiyachata. 
Because the person would be very happy if it cooks. He wants it to cook more. It's what we're going to speak about. The more you leave it on, the better it'll get. Therefore, we're worried you may come to stoke it up. Now, the next part of Rashi, in the Erev Yom Tavshir, we sort of skimmed over it. Rashi says, Or, another shot maybe, with, with the Tavshir is, because... If you leave the tavshin on the fire, which, um, which even though it's grufok your machshavah will be fulfilled, and it looks like bishul because it looks like bishul. What does Rashi want with that? So actually, the Maharshal, the Maharshal, he says this last bit inami nizkayim is a separate dibur. It's going on the next thing, the next machshavah. Why bishul may say you can never do chazorah. Why can you never do chazorah? The reason is because if you put it back onto the fire on Shabbos, it looks like bishul. You're putting it on to keep it hot. It's kind of machshavta, and to the onlooker, it looks like bishul. That's the problem, says Beishamai. And perhaps if you take a look at the Ram, the Ram says that without the niskayim machshavta, but he says the reason why Beishamai says you can't do chazara is because it looks like bishul. Looks like bishul. The nefsi However, the Pnei Yeshua he brings, I think, from from Yad, but the Kitzi he proves that the girsa we've got in Rashi is the correct girsa. Says the Pnei Yeshua. So what's this inami? So the Bnei Yishu gives two or three Peshatim, but all based on the same idea. And that is, remember, our Mishnah could be talking about, when we say it's made Gerufa, what does Gerufa mean? Does that mean there are no coals there? Or there are some coals? Two Peshatim, two possibilities. So therefore Rashi starts off, because, for example, we've just brought a Makhlokes in the run, that Gerufa may mean that you've got to rake out all the coals. On the other hand, maybe it means you can just rake them to the side. Could be Rashi had that Sophic. Another possibility, I, I can't remember exactly what the, the possibilities, that's definitely one of the possibilities Pnei Yeshua brings. I suppose another one you could say is, if it's Gerufa, there'll be no coals in there, so there's nothing to stoke up. If it's Ketuma, they may be covered over with the ashes, but there's something to stoke up. So whichever way you look at it, Rashi therefore brings two Pshatim. He says, You may come to stoke it up. Inami, or, if you say, but there are no coals, e.g., if the coals, if you hold that you, it's gruff or means just to rake them to the side, or let's say if it's ketumah, which means there are coals that stoke up, they're just covered over, so then in that case, niskayma machshato umefsi kamavashal. Um, sorry, other way around. Yeah, if you hold that gruff means you've got to rake out all the coals, yeah, this inami is going on the other possibility. So the first shout of Rashi is osilafti, you can't stoke it up if there are some coals there. E.g. it's ketumah. Or they've just been raked to the side. Inami says Rashi, or if you've removed all the coals, it still won't help you. Um, the reason being because it's still, as far as Beisham I say, it still looks like Bishop. It still looks like Bishop with a Tavshil, because a Tavshil always improves as long as it's sitting on the fire. It looks like Bishop, it looks like you're happy with what's going on. It's kind of it's getting better. It's getting more crusty, and therefore it looks like Bishal, and that's why they shall I say a Tavshil is always problematic. Whereas Chamin, that's not the case. Chamin doesn't really improve that much by leaving it on the fire. Anything, it could be it deteriorates. Going into the next Tosfus now of Chamin Vitavshil. So Tosfus says Chamin Vitavshil. What is Chamin and Tavshil? We've said that they shall I say you can put on a fire which is Grufok Tumah, you can put Chamin. But not Tavshin. Whereas Beis Hillel say you could put both Chamin and Tavshin. Says Tosfos. Chamin and Tavshin. Nirelori. 
it would appear to the read this stam chamin v'tavshil that stam chamin and tavshil haynu afiru leboshil kol tzorah. That means even if it's not fully cooked, erok ma'achol ben derusoi. It's even if it's only at the, the state of ma'achol ben derusoi, it's edible. Rashi says a third cooked. The Ram says half cooked. None of those ben derusoi. This infamous, as we said, this infamous bandit who would eat his things at the when they were third to half cooked. So therefore, you see that is the point at which it's edible. That's also included in Chamin and Tavshil. Why do I say that, says Tosfos? Because we know in the Gemara, we saw on Erev Pesach, we saw the, already the Shaila of the Gemara, there's two ways of learning the Mishnah. You could learn the Mishnah as talking about Shehiyah, meaning you cannot leave a pot on the stove over Shabbos, going into Shabbos, in other words, if it's not Kuruf or Ketumah. Or you could learn that what the Mishnah means to say is, you can't do Chazorah, you can't put the pot back on the fire if it's not Kuruf or Ketumah. But shehiyah, but to leave it on the fire, that you could do even if it is not grufa uktum. Right? Who would be the author of that Mishnah? Who says that you can leave a pot on the fire even if it is not grufa uktum? That is Hananya. That's what the Gemara said. So says Tosfos, because when we establish our Mishnah is talking about Chazara, havimas nisin kachananya. So we say it must be that our Mishnah then goes like Hananya. Because it's Hananya who allows you to leave Chamin and Tavshil on top of the stove, even when it's not Kruf or even if it's not fully cooked, it's just Kamakov and Rusoi. And we say, and in that case, the Mishnah does not go like the Rabbon. It says, but why? Perhaps our Mishnah even goes like the Rabbon. And when our Mishnah talks about Chamen and Talshit, it's talking about those which are fully cooked. So Mogu Rabbon, if they're fully cooked, even the Rabbon was agreed, the Mashinah Kabi Kirosh in a group of Ketumah, that you can leave fully cooked food and liquid on top of the stove, which is not Kruf of rather the fact that we say it's only going like Hananya, why must it be only going like Hananya? It must be Mishum to Stam Chamen V'Tavshil Kamakon V'Derusoi Nami Mashma. Because when you talk about Stam Chamen and Tavshil, as well as being able to mean fully cooked, it can also imply something which is partially cooked, i.e. Kamalcho ben Derusoi. And therefore, when our Mishnah says, if you say our Mishnah is talking about Chazor, which therefore implies that with Shehiyah, you do not need it to be Gruffa what do I not need it to be Gruffa for? For Chamen and Tavshil? Again, if our Mishnah is talking about Chazor, it's saying, if you want to put the pot back on, then it has to be Gruffa but if you want to do Shehiyah, then it does not have to be Gruffog Tumor. To do what? It doesn't have to be Gruffog Tumor to be what on the fire? On the fire? Chamin and Tavshil. Ah! Who says that you can leave Chamin and Tavshil on a fire which is not Kabul, which is not Gruffog Tumor? Who is that? Who says you can leave Chamin and Tavshil? We say that's Hananya. Who says? The Rabbonin also say you can leave something which is fully cooked. You can leave it on a fire which is not covered as long as it's fully cooked. Why do we say it's going like Hananya? The answer is because Chamin and Tavshil must include even something which is partially cooked, which is, it's already edible, Kamal Chabadurusoi. And therefore our Mishnah would be saying, even something which is only Kamal Chabadurusoi, you can leave it on the fire even though it's uncovered. Who is that? That must be Hananya. So from there, Tosfus is Medayik that Chamin and Tavshil implies something which is even just Kamal Chabadurusoi. Umiu, however, says Tosfus. 
Stam chamin v'tavshil havinami boshil kol tzorchot. You should know that it doesn't, chamin and tavshil doesn't only mean something which is partially cooked, and all of it's edible. It also implies something which is fully cooked. Kedemuchach b'sev shemaitin, as it's muchach at the end of our sugya, gabi kashkid rabbi meir, rabbi meir, b'ezit hashem, we'll see later on. Even though you could be doing that raya, there I'll explain it over there. I'll explain it over there what the raya is. Even though you could be doing it. But he says to us, look, even if you wanted to say that my raya over there is not a good raya, and therefore you would want to say the chamin and some chamin and tavshil means something which is not fully, fully, fully cooked. Just edible. Nonetheless, sorry, you would still need to say that hod osri be shamen that when Beishamai say you cannot do Chazorah, Hainu Afilu Chamin Shuhu That means even with hot liquid, which has been fully, fully cooked. The Chayna Beishelel, so too with Beishelel, the Enoch Kurufa, who say you can't do Chazorah if it is not Kurufa Oktuma. You can't do Chazorah if it is not Kurufa Oktuma. That would have to be even if it is fully cooked. Don't tell me that our mission is only talking about Chamin and Tavshil. And Stam Chamin and Tavshil, I believe, is talking about when it's come out of Ben Durusoy. But if it were to be fully cooked, then you'd be able to do Chazor, according to Shammai, and according to Beishelel, even on Enoch Rufo Ketumah, if it's fully cooked. Not true. Even if you want to say that Stam Chamin and Tavshil means come out of Ben Durusoy, it would not allow you to do Chazor, according to Beishelel, or according to Beishelel, uh, if it's not Rufo Ketumah, even if it is fully cooked. How do I know that? from the fact that it says in the Gemara, that also Rabbi Yeshaya, he held, you could do Chazor even on Shabbos. How do I know that? So Omar Rabbi Yeshaya, because Rabbi Yeshaya said, one time, basically, uh, it gives a story there, it says, and we took out for him, they took out for somebody, a, a, a kettle of hot water, and we poured a cup for him, and then we put it back in its place. So you see, you can do Chazor even on Shabbos. Now, if you say that the whole debate about Chazor is only when it's not fully cooked, then if it's fully cooked, of course you can do Chazor. Then, who says that Rabbi Yashayah says you can do Chazor even on Shabbos? Maybe the only reason they were able to put it back was because it was fully cooked. It's fully boiled up already. So if it's fully boiled, fully cooked, that's why no one argues with that. The debate about Chazorah is if it's not fully cooked. The fact that we say that you see that the Chiddush is there, that Rabbi Yeshaya holds, you could do Chazorah even on Shabbos, what you see from that is, it makes no difference whether it's fully cooked or partially cooked. If you could do Chazorah, you could do Chazorah even when it's Kamal Chom and If you can't do Chazorah, like Beishamai, or like Beishelah when it's in Ukruf that will be even if it's fully cooked. Ask Stoisus and Alikashana. Vim Toma, but we still got a Kashan. Vim Stam Chamin Vitavshil. If you're telling me that Stam Chamin and Tavshil is like we've said now, is have a Bain Boshil called Tzorcho Bain Lo Boshil. We've now said that if you just talk about Stam Chamin and Tavshil, unless stipulated otherwise, it incorporates both that, that which is just Kamachal and Derusoy, and that which is fully cooked. Makes no difference. They've got the same dip. If that's the case, Im Kain, if so, Sovri Beishamai, it follows through, the Beishamai must hold, Mitztamik Biofelo is awesome. Now there's something called Mitztamik Biofelo, Mitztamik Verado. What does that mean? It means like this, sometimes you get a food which is fully cooked. It's fully cooked, more than just edible now, it's fully cooked. 
But if you leave it on the fire, the stomach literally means it shrivels up like tzimukim, raisins, dries out. Some things, when you leave them on the fire longer, the longer you leave it on there, obviously, presuming up to a certain point, till it fully burns, it actually gets better. It improves it. Some people, for example, they like their, their chicken maybe perfectly cooked now. If you leave it longer on the fire, oh, it becomes crusty. It's much, they, they prefer it. It's stomach we offer them. Other food, if you leave it on the fire, it's mid stomach forever. Once it's fully cooked, if you leave it on, it overdoes and it, it deteriorates. So the fact that they shall I say that you cannot leave a tafshil on the fire. Yeah, they said, we said in the Mishnah, Bishamai Omin, Bishamai say, even if it's Kurufu Akhtuma, you can only put Khamin, but not tafshil. Why can't I put a tafshil on there? Must be. In other words, even if it's fully cooked, even if it's fully cooked, because that's what we said, Stam Tavshin implies, both Kamal Chum and Rusoy, and fully cooked. So even if it's fully cooked, you can't leave it on there. Now, why? What are you worried about? I'm going to come stoke it up. Why am I going to stoke it up? Must be, because it's Tamik Viyofelo, because by leaving it on there, it's going to improve it. So you see that Beishamai must hold, it's Tamik Viyofelo also. There's something, if you leave it on the fire and it's going to improve, it's forbidden. Kimen the Osset Tavshil, Shavishal Kotzorcha, since he says, he prohibits, even a tapshil which is fully cooked. So that's what tapshil means. If so, how can Beishamai then say that you can leave chamin on the fire? What do you want to say? The reason, it, now remember, chamin in, 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 includes even something which is not fully cooked. But if it's not fully cooked, that means by leaving it on the fire, it's going to improve. So with a tapshil, you said you can't do it. Even if it's fully cooked. Why? Because it's going to improve. And yet when it comes to liquid, even if it's not fully cooked, it's just you can't leave it on the fire. Why? But it's going to improve. What's the difference? For your fellow, for Omeri, so the re-answers, of course, Beisham may say a tafshil you can't leave on there, even if it's fully cooked, because it'll always be good for it. Even if it's fully cooked. When it comes to hot liquid, it's only good for them to be on the fire until they reach the stage of being fully done. But to leave them on any longer than that actually deteriorates their quality. Their quality will deteriorate. As it's more later on. So lo asri beishamai, so beishamai say there, there's not a problem. To lek on the things that shemayi chata, because there, there's no gazer, you may come to stoke it up. To below chitu yuchamu kol tzorchem, because even without stoking it up, it will re- reach the stage of being fully done. In other words, even if the liquid is not yet fully done, it's not fully cooked. Your soup isn't quite at the stage you like it. But how long is it going to take? There's a limit on the time it's, it's, it can be on the fire. Another half hour. So you'll wait another half hour. People have got that, that amount of patience people have. Because there's a limit. They know there's the end of the road. It's obviously partially cooked, otherwise you wouldn't have been able to leave it on. It must be Kamal Chomed So it's just a matter of time. There's a limit on the time. That, there's no Gezer Hashem But with a Tavshil, says Beishamai, even if it's fully, fully cooked, but I know I can leave it on, and leave it on longer, and longer I can leave it on for an hour, two hours, three hours, longer I leave it on. Obviously there must be a limit eventually. But the longer I leave it on, the better, the tastier it gets. So there, there is the gazera that a person may say, you know, we're going to be eating in half an hour. If I leave it on for half an hour, it'll crust over that much. 
I want it to be even more crusty, so I'm going to stoke up the fire. So therefore, they shall I say with a top shell, even if it's fully cooked, you can't leave it on there. The kids what we take out from this toast for says that when we talk about Chav and Tavshel, it makes no difference whether it's only Kamal Chav and or it is fully cooked. If it's Muta, it's Muta in both cases, even Kamal Chav and If it's also, it's also even when it is fully cooked. In terms of our Mishnah, by the way, obviously there are going to be cases where there are differences, like the Makhlekes of Chananya and the Rabbonon, leaving it on a fire which is not Kurofok Tumah. But in terms of interpreting our Mishnah, when it refers to Chamin and Tavshil, that which we allowed, they shall say Chamin is allowed, that means even Kamal Chamin and Rusoi. Tavshil is not allowed, that's even if it's fully cooked. Whereas Beisilah allowed both Chamin and Tavshil, that is whether it's fully cooked, whether it's Kamal Chamin and Rusoi, it will make no difference whatsoever. As long as it's Kurofok Tumah, it's perfectly fine. Have a good night.